The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. So what do you make of today's budget? Let me start with Daniel McConnell, political editor of the Irish Examiner, because budgets are, yes, they're about money and they're about economics, but more than anything else, they're about politics. So what has the reaction been in Leinster House to what, in my memory, is the biggest giveaway budget possibly even this century? Yeah, there's quite a, I suppose, from the the government benches, Matt, you know, I, I'm long enough around to see and to remember, you know, w- w- witnessing despair and the pain on faces of government TDs during the grim years of the Brian Lennon austerity um, kind of regime. But I've also seen, you know, kind of more, more positive times, but I've never seen government TDs as giddy or Cheshire cat-like they, as they are today because they see the dramatic scale of the generosity of this budget in terms of its scale, but also as well in terms of they know that this will go down very well in a lot of targeted audiences. So from you know, as we were discussing yesterday, you know, you've got parents with toddlers to teenagers who are going to do extremely well out of this. Businesses are going to benefit from this by way of you know a billion plus support scheme, and 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 you're literally looking at almost every category of Irish society, pensioners included, who are going to do very well and be you know substantially better off, um, you know, in, in kind of simple cash terms from this budget. Now, obviously. There is the downside to this is that you know inflation is running extremely high, so you know there are a lot of these measures that will essentially maybe only offset um, uh, some some of that cost. But there is a general sense that you know you know if Sinn Fein were to deliver a budget, they could not have done much you know or been more generous than this. As, as one TD said to me, we've actually managed to outshinner the shinners. Um, and there's also another feeling, Matt, and this has kind of been open talk around the corridors. You know, again, if you were trying to design a budget with an election in mind, you really couldn't have done worse than or better than you could than you did today because with such a, a reach and such a, a giveaway you know a government could not go into an election on a better footing and certainly there is a, a great deal of optimism and satisfaction on the government benches in relation to Sorry, it and, they're, and look, they're not thinking of an election are they well listen there's there are kind of underlying tensions kind of building within the coalition and i think you know leo Varadkar would rather go into an election probably sooner rather than later um in terms of the local and european elections um and you know there is People talking about maybe an, an October election next year, but again, that's only kind of government. That's just kind of chatting. Okay, that's speculation. But it was yeah. interesting that Pascal Dunne, who may have been delivering his final uh, budget as Minister for Finance, although mm. he may be in the Michael McGrath role next year, having equal time for the measures as public expenditure and reform minister, assuming he gets that position. But he did actually highlight what seems to be maybe the starting point of the next election campaign, certainly for Fine Gael, major reform of the income tax regime. That took up a bit of time in the speech. So could there be something big coming out of that potentially? Well, certainly. Uh, I mean, like Fine Gael have long talked about wanting to increase the entry point at which people pay the higher rate of tax. And we've seen sort of marginal increases in that in recent years, you know, 500 here, maybe 1,000 there. But like, you know, a jump of 3,200 euro to, to 40,000 euro is substantial. Now, this is in the context of Leo Varadkar wanting a middle rate, a 30% rate of tax kicking in. Pascal Dunham and his Department of Finance didn't like that idea. They've obviously gone with this, this their preferred option, which is just to increase the entry point. But this is very much like Fine Gael talking to its Base, the, the squeeze middle, the, you know, the people who work hard or get up early in the morning, so on and so forth. So, you know, you, you, I've literally had, you know, no end of Fine Gael ministers kind of trying to spin it as this is a budget aimed at Fine Gael voters, aimed at trying to attract back maybe the Fine Gael voters, you know, who've, who fled elsewhere. And certainly, as I said, it, it's a budget aimed at neutralising Sinn Féin as much as possible. Yes, and how has Sinn Féin reacted? Yeah, like Pierce Doherty and, and Mairead Farrell got to their feet, but, you know, 
they really failed to land a punch. Now, Murray Farrell seemed to think there was nothing in here for young families. I, like, I think the evidence would show quite quite the opposite. Like, I mean, it's very much targeted at, at young families. Um, you know, but like, they, they didn't really land a blow in any in either of their contributions. Jed Nash for Labour, Duncan Smith for Labour, and Roshan Shortall, uh, who's still talking at the moment. None of them have really, you know, they've kind of relied on almost the cliché of missed opportunities and, you know, it's, it's kind of an opportunity wasted, but not one of them have really poked a substantial hole in any of the government's um, kind of initiatives or measures. You know, there clearly is, is welcome that, you know, fuel, stuff like fuel allowance is, go, uh, is going to be extended, the, the cut to excise fuel is going to be extended into next year, notwithstanding the carbon tax increases. You know, there, there literally are very few holes in this from a political perspective uh, to punch through. And as of yes, you know, there, you know we've seen in, in, in many recent years, Matt, you know, there's always been a landmine or an unintended kind of controversy emerging. You know, it's now half past four, quarter to five. You know, none of these kind of issues have, have reared their head just yet. So, you know, from a... It usually takes a, an extra couple of hours, Danny. Something know, from one of the briefings afterwards Matt, in been, the notes to the various departmental briefings. Matt, I've been on your show where, you know, it's been half four and literally, you know, we've known very well what the controversy has been like, but, um, no, th- like this year, and again, I think it just goes back to the scale of money that's involved. I mean, in recent years, you know, they've tried to give a little something to everybody, but the money's been so small or so, you know, they've really had to spread the money too thinly, whereas now they've actually had a substantial amount of money to do substantial things like the free books, like the thousand euro reduction in college fees. I mean, these are substantial initiatives which would dominate a budget and, you know, kind of a, a budget in, in their own right on a normal year, but given that there's, there's kind of measures like that across the board, um, there, you know, like I said, there is a kind of a limit, or there, there is very little for an opposition meaningfully to, to, to criticise in this budget. But there are concerns around the sustainability of a budget like this. You couldn't or can't introduce a budget of this scale every year. So, um, you well, that's know, something my, that we we'll talked to Dan O'Brien and Ian Guider about a little bit later. Look, I'll let you go. I know you're busy today. Political editor for the Irish Examiner, Daniel McConnell, Nancy Fallon, tax partner with KPMG. Can you? take us through the various income tax measures because I'm sure all of the workers listening to the programme want to know how much better off, if at all, they will be as a result of today's budget. Absolutely. And it's a good day, I think, for um, uh, workers out there in terms of getting extra money into their pocket. And as we know, if we look to what the government and what the taxation measures were, they were circa one billion. And if you think about the quantum of that, I mean, if you look back to 2021, the tax measures were 500 million. If you look back to 2020, they were 270 million. So this is a very significant increase in relation to the measures that have been introduced today. So in terms of the specifics, as you've mentioned, we've seen an increase in the standard rate tax band. So it used to be 36,800, now 40,000. So people won't pay uh, the marginal rate of tax until they reach 40,000. And then that gives rise to a saving of about 640 euros in a year. Additionally, we've seen increased the personal tax credit. So we've seen the employee tax credit and the personal tax credit and the earned income tax credit increase by 75 euros. So that's about 150 euros each a year as well. And then we've seen marginal changes to the USC tax bans, essentially taking account of the increase in the minimum wage, which is due to go live. 1 January 2023, just to make sure that they don't pay extra USC as a result of the additional income. So overall, taking an average worker on €45,000 a year, that's essentially €831 extra per year or about €16 a week. And then if it's a couple, 
Double that. Double that, exactly. Now, slightly different, I suppose, if it's a, a couple who are on one income um, and uh, therefore it's just slight, it's slightly less. They don't quite get the double up of that. And personal tax credits for carers also go up. Yes, exactly. So in line with the, the project for government or programme for government, we obviously saw great assistance provided in relation to childcare. And in line with that, they've also then uh, increased the home care credit, which has gone up by €100. Euros. Can... A lot of employees be expecting a voucher for Christmas, do you think? Because the tax rules in that have changed a bit as well. It might indeed be a very good Christmas. <laughs> um, certainly, um, the, the rules have changed. So at the moment, you were able to give a voucher of €500 Euros, and now you can give a voucher of €1,000 and there's no income tax, USC or PRSI in that. So it is a, a great Will advantage. that apply for this Christmas or is that it next will. year? It is intended to apply for this Christmas, so it's to be brought in before year end. So that possibly will be a way an awful lot of employers will try and mitigate any way demands by saying we're giving you maybe a 1,000 euro tax-free bonus. I'm sure there will be plenty of people hoping that will be the case, yes. We yeah. should be encouraging this, Ian Guider, should we? <laughs> More than happy if you want to give me a bonus this Christmas, Matt. <laughs> it's an extraordinary budget, isn't it? When you look at the numbers, like the headline numbers, we're adding between budgetary measures 6.9 billion euro, the once-off cost of living measures 4.1 billion euro. As Nancy said, we're spending just over a billion, 1.2 billion on taxes, another 1.2 billion on the energy credit, another billion on the business energy credit, and another about 1.5 billion on all the social welfare measures. So it is quite hard, Matt, to criticise the government when you see this level of spending, the cost of running the country next year, when you add in all of these increases, it's got to be getting off of 90 billion euro. You go back to the dark days of austerity when the IMF were in town, we were lucky to have total taxes in this country of around 50 to 55 billion euro. So we are talking numbers on a scale here that were unimaginable. Matt, I know Danny said it's hard to pick uh, to quibble with some of these figures. I do have some of the issue, some issues here, Matt. I want to go through the energy credits that are being announced. Two hundred euros being paid in November, again in January, and again in March to everybody, regardless of your income. So if you're on a pension, if you're on social welfare rates, if you're in a low paid job, you get two hundred euro. Michael O'Leary will be getting two hundred euro in November, January, and March to light up Jigginstown House where he lives. Matt, that looks like a waste of money. Four hundred million euro on each of these tax credits we need to target these benefits a lot better. We have very distinct categories of people who are suffering from the energy crisis. There are people for whom heating or eating will be the difference in the next couple of months. There'll be the people who will be eating in or eating out in the next couple of months or people will be eating in once a week or eating out twice a week. We're treating all of those people the same rather than targeting these measures and I just think the energy credit, I know the government have said look we would be writing a blank cheque to energy companies if we went down the capping the unit cost. I can, we can disagree on that, but I just think giving everybody this benefit doesn't make sense. I also would have a little bit of a question about this 1.2 billion business energy support. It's going to need the revenue commissioners to administer it. That's fine if you're a large company, if you're one of the big banks, if you're one of the big industrial companies, you'll have your accountants to work through your bill from 2021 and your cost this year. What if you're the local cafe, the local coffee shop? Perhaps you're not going to be able to get that benefit. And also, we didn't get anything about all the debt overhang. A lot of these companies have built up since the COVID-19 crisis. 
will all of these companies be pushed over the edge because they're not getting additional support? So I could pick a few other little holes. Oh, you'll have it, plenty of time. <laughs> we'll have loads of time between now and seven o'clock. Zero eight seven four one hundred one zero two gives you the last word by text by WhatsApp. Keith wants to know, Nancy, when will these changes to income tax come into effect? So the income tax changes in terms of the changes to the tax band and credits will be effective for 2023 tax year, so for one January next year. Uh, Ian, uh, Katrina says Michael O'Leary works very hard to give him his due. He does, and he earns gets an very well paid money. for it too. He does indeed, and his shareholders pay him for that. I think the targeting measures has always been the issue. As I said, we have the money. If you look at the figures outlined by Pascal Donahue today, we are spending this money. We're not borrowing it like the British government did last week, in which they crashed their currency. We have this money because tax revenues are more than they had forecast. So far this year, the government have picked up fifty billion euro of taxes. 10 billion more than had been forecast. Corporation tax receipts this year are going to be 20 billion euro. These are extraordinary sums of money. I think the better way might be to target measures or to actually help out people in ways that might be more beneficial to them. We saw that announcement of primary school books be free. What about secondary school books? Well, that's that something that I'll be putting to Norma Foley later in the programme. A listener says the government shouldn't get cocky. They get to do this one day a year. We get to do this 365 days a year. In the dark days of February all this will be forgotten and Sinn Féin's day will come, says that listener. We will have a representative of Sinn Féin after 6 o'clock on the programme. We'll get to all of the issues in relation to welfare payments and other issues in the budget with Nancy Fallon and with Ian Guider in this section of the programme after the traffic with Neve O'Reilly. The last word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. Okay, we're getting lots of your last word to 0874100102. Here's a listener who says, I've just done the online calculator to see how much the Bonanza budget has given me. €12.11 per week, a whole 11 cent a week more than someone on social welfare, except... They'll get double paid twice and an increase in fuel allowance. I don't qualify for FIS as I earn too much. I'm a single mother on 43k with a 1200 euro a month mortgage and spending 60 euro a week on diesel. Not really a bonanza for people like me. Keep the comments coming in. We try to get to as many of them as we possibly can. Uh, Nancy Fallon, tax partner with KPMG. What's the situation in relation to renters and landlords when it comes to tax? Any changes there? So we have seen some changes in relation to renters and to landlords and they're welcomed because obviously um, it is something which is very important to those that are living in Ireland in terms of being able to access property, but also in terms of encouraging investment in Ireland. So what we've seen for renters is we've seen the introduction of a rental credit, which is in a quantum of 500 euros that will apply this year and will also apply next year. So that'll go to some way to um, addressing the higher rental costs. It seems quite small though, doesn't it, when people are talking about monthly rents in excess of €2,000 on average. It, it, it is not significant, that is fair to say. And I suppose it would have been something which we'd seen a number of years ago and it would have been two or three times the value of that. So it is something that may increase in time. But I suppose the one positive from it is that at least it is available this year for €500 and also next year. So at least it'll be a, a double whammy, so to speak, and you don't have to wait till just next year to claim it. Um, so that's the first thing. Then for landlords, there were changes in relation to the ability to claim 
pre-letting expenditure. So where you have expenditure incurred on a property which hasn't been let or has been vacant for a period of time, um, the cap of rental expenditure that, that can be taken as a deduction in calculating the taxable income of the landlord is €5,000. That was increased to €10,000. So again, that'll go some way to address the supply issues potentially and encouraging landlords to bring properties that might otherwise not be available or in the rental market into the rental market because they get a tax deduction for expenses that are incurred in relation to that. I suppose the other point that has come up as well is the vacant um, vacant house levy as well, which will look to bring and, and require houses to come into the rental market if they've been sitting vacant. So if they do sit vacant and they're not brought into the rental market or not used, for example, as a holiday home, I think the test is, is that if for 30 days out of 365 days, if it's vacant for more than that time frame, then you will be subject to the vacant house site. And again, that will seek to potentially bring more houses into and the market. And I think that's going to be about three times the level of the local property tax. Exactly, it? that's it. So exactly. there is a bit of a punishment yeah. involved. Ian Guider, of course, is with us every day for the business news here on The Last Word and who's a columnist with the Business Post is here with us for the show. And Ian, take us through the social welfare payments because there have been a lobby, a strong lobby saying an additional €20 Euro a week they have gone for a much smaller number, but with a lot of one-off add-ons. Yes, I think it was Social Justice Ireland were looking for indexation, so linking the increase this year to inflation and putting that figure for this year at around €20 Euro per week. What the government have settled on for all social welfare payments is €12 Euro per week. So whether you're on old age pension whether you're on uh, Dole, whatever it is, that's a 12 euro a week. However, you are getting the extra benefit. So also you're getting that energy credit, but you're getting a lump sum for the fuel allowance, an extra 400 euro. The eligibility for the fuel allowance is also changing. So that will bring more people into the net. There'll also be an extra week's child benefit being paid. So the government are making a double week's payment of all benefits. I think it's coming in October at some point. They haven't put a date on it yet. So everybody who gets that will get a double week. And if you're on child benefit, you'll get an additional week of that payment as well. There's also a lump sum for families, €500 for the working family payment and also a €500 lump sum for payment. So these are all one-off cash items that the government has said will be paid this year. That the pensioners will get about €1,100 in one-off payments. Yeah, at least. I've I've gone through some of the budget documentation where they give off these profiles of the average person and they say a pensioner at the age of 72 could be benefiting, Matt, to the tune when you add in the weekly allowance, when you add in all of the one-off lump sum allowances and also the uh, fuel payments and the energy credits, you're getting actually two grand extra. Whereas if you look at the profiles for people on the average national wage, you might be only better off excluding those allowances of around €800. Euro. So it pays to be an old fogey at this stage in Ireland. Uh, there's a lot of comments coming in. Will, when will the fuel allowance increase be implemented? My elderly parents are worried they'll have to wait until January. Uh, just looking up the fuel allowance, it is coming in. It's €33 Euro from the end of September this year to the end of next April. So you will get it for longer and you will get that lump sum payment. An additional €400 lump sum will be coming in and I think that's coming in December if I can understand my notes here. I've got an awful lot of figures on it. So there will be payments coming in in a lump sum and the normal weekly payment as well. Okay, Uh, there's a lot of people, Nancy, also want to know in relation to the reduction in third level registration fees, €1,000 off. If you've already paid it because people went back in September. I assume that that's going to be refunded if people have paid their 3000 I presume so. I presume so. Yeah, yeah I, think I think that, that would I, be I the think, fair. I, <laughs> that I think that would be, be the only fair way of actually doing things. <laughs> the Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today.